Good morning, fair dreams and travelers on the funny path of life. 11 12, I think. <laughs> it's amazing how sometimes you could be looking at your watch and within a couple of seconds your mind has already wandered somewhere else and you, you lost it. Anyway, I'm going to look because I'm curious now. Yeah, 11 12, I was right. Windy again, cooler again, but uh, sky is brighter. Yeah, the light is really for the winter, you know. The light is quite something, it's quite glorious. And even yesterday when I went to, uh, to church, actually I meant to go to the library before to hang out there a little bit. I was going to get a little more language done. And I, I didn't wait too long anyway. It was not a big deal, but it was it was not open. So I don't know if the guy was running late or so. Or what or so. But anyway, turned around, went back, and then, uh, you know, got my drink. And uh, no, I didn't have the heater on, so. But I was laid up, so it was fine. And then, then I went to church, and then on the way out, you know, the sun by now. When it's time to go to church, about uh, quarter till seven, you will see pretty much almost all of it. So it's really close to setting, but you know, it's still it's still home. And the view is just just gorgeous, splendid. I mean, what what a what a beautiful thing, you know. And of course, to day in, day out, to be able to take that moment to stop, you know, even now I'm kind of, uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Anyhow, I just finished breakfast and I got my uh, the big pot of lentils done. So heading out. And while I was having breakfast, so learning the... Amazing. Dare. Oh, dare. Wow. Dare means who. And nobody means dare mo. So you put mo, you add mo to dare. Mo means a lot of things. It means and. Uh, but anywho, was learning about that. And uh, kind of nice because I'm going to forget some of it. But the concepts are pretty easy. It's just uh, there's a stretch between learning about a concept and being able to integrate it inside. It just takes time. And then at the end I was like, well, you know what? Uh, last week tonight is still not back on the air. So I guess, uh, I don't know when they, well, I'm assuming they are back. Uh, but uh, real time, which is funny because Bill Maher is somebody that I mean, I've been having trouble with. I just find him too cynical and there's an element of self-righteousness. And of course, I would not pretend that I'm capable of having an accurate picture of who Bill Maher is, but my experience, it's just, it's just not that useful. But, you know, I think a part of me still like the idea of somehow finding a way, you know, to, to keep in touch and... Uh, the news, I'm not going to go through that. It's just uh, too much shit for the good stuff. It's not worth it. 
So, you know, then last week tonight either. I could look at... Uh, I don't even know because Trevor Noah is out of uh, Mid-Central. Um, yeah, I mean, still Colbert, yeah, it is kind of a... It's very wishy-washy, a very cheesy, just kind of a... Yeah, it's... I mean, you know, I enjoyed him, but... I don't know who's there, you know? I don't know who's there that would kind of give me a little kind of up-to-date. Maybe I could, uh, actually, when my uh, when Alex called me, I'd be like, hey, give me a, give me a little heads-up about what's going on in the U.S. as of, you know, during the last month. Keep me in the loop. After all, I might be coming back. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Oh, did you see a kitty? So, and he was talking about... Uh, Valentine and uh, interesting, kind of in a way, his comments. He was talking about, you know, what women want. So obviously, the assumption is that there's not much to be talked about as far as men, because men want to fuck, right? They want physical intimacy, and then women want emotional intimacy. And uh, and there is kind of weird thing to me. I just find it irritating as heck. And if it really is a reality, then I'm definitely not relationship material. Because I call, for me personally, I call it bullshit. That somehow the, the wants or the needs, quote-unquote, you know, the women are just so much more uh, relevant or valued or prized or whatever you want to call it. And, and it's just something about the thing about men is so denigrated. And I'm not mixing everything in the same bag here. And I'm not saying that men are better. And I'm not saying that men have not done horrible things. And I'm, you know, I'm not talking about the abuse. I'm not talking about rape and all of those things that men definitely, they claim to not carry the, the flag at the forefront of the troops when it comes to some of those things, which I do not agree at all. In absoluto, no estoy de acuerdo. So I'm, I'm not debating that. But I feel like somehow you're throwing the baby with the basketball. Because... There is some biological wiring that makes a man a man. And of course, I have no idea, you know, in terms of what it's like to be a woman. But it's true, at least personally for me, during my younger years, my goodness, so freaking horny. You know, and I'm not actually, you know what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm not even sure if that's biology. I'm not even sure if we're talking about nurture or nature. Or in this case, civilization, society, you know, with uh, kind of manufacturing that design, you know, making it to men actually think more about it, are more obsessed with it. Maybe it's inflated. I don't know. Because I'm like, I don't know. It's like, is that, is that really what we are? We are those basically Spock machine, and that's the the one track mind. And, you know, obviously, where I am right now, I'm like, I could not disagree more, but that doesn't make it less true. I don't know. But regardless, I'm still going back to my original point, which is, you know, that uh, feeling guilty, you know, about what you want. To me, that's kind of what I'm getting out of it, you know. 
or that in order, that, that might be even more insidious, in order to get what you want, this is what you have to do. This kind of weird, weird bartering. And I just, ah, it just seems so manipulative and conniving and I just don't get it. It's like, what's the point of it? Just so that you feel good? You know, because if it's not about anything more, but okay, you are a woman, this is how you behave, this is what you value, what you care about, and then what do I have to do in order to get into your pants? And there are no, nothing else. You know, it's, it's all there is. And if that's the case, it's a very sad state of affairs, you know, if that is that. I don't know. Some things just don't add up to me. It just doesn't add up. Anyhow, but he was talking about that, talking about the apps and, you know, and, uh, and I don't, I, I have to say, I think I was more idolizing or I was more, definitely I was one of the guy, quote unquote, romantic. You know, that was putting on women on a pedestal. Because there are, there are qualities in women that... Uh, and I still do, that I value, or that I looked up as something, you know, better than, uh, you know, let's just say the man's one. You know, the caring stuff. You know, to be able to care. The way naturally and effortlessly. And realizing, you know, it's not something you work with, you're born with that. You know, there's no credit to be given to you. <laughs> you know. I don't know when it comes to genders, you know, generos, between men and women, if which one challenges its stereotype more or its uh, biological hardwiring and uh, in terms of updating. I don't know. But I think it's way overdone, overblown. Those things, and I am not. The, I'm not arguing, you know, the intrinsic value of those things. They are obviously in terms of evolution. If a mother was not wired to care the way she does, how many of her offsprings would not make it? So you know, this is basic survival evolutionary. I would call it, you know, necessity. But then there is this extra extrapolation from that, and also I think that you have those horny guys. So basically there's nothing secret about it, right? I'm not I'm not gonna be saying anything new here. You know that, right? Most guys, that's what they want. They want to fuck. Now there are many, many levels to that. You know, some people could be very, very considerate and them they're just horny and it's just like what do I have to do to get that taken care of? And then and I'll move on. I have no further interest. And I think that goes, that works both ways. And, uh, okay. And there is somehow this kind of like silent understanding that women know that. Most women pretty much know that. And most, most women naturally develop a style, develop a kind of a bait type setup, you know, to attract. And then being like, okay, but which one do I want? And, uh, you know, the way you dress, the way you behave, you move, the way you talk, so many things, you know, in terms of your demeanor and, and it just happens. I don't know if how it gets passed down, you know, if it's just you observing. Same for guys, you know, you do the same shit with, uh, 
how does a man, how does a boy behave? And then you look around you like all of us, you know, none of us come up, come, come, come in this world pre-wrapped. You know, you just have to figure it out. So you have to look out and you, of course, your, your close surroundings basically uh, are going to be more defining factors. You know, what's closer to you, your families, your direct family, your friends, your neighborhood, your school. You know, whether after that if you go to church or whatever your extracurricular activities, the kind of community that you're going to be involved in are going to basically uh, de define some of that, at least to get you started. And then later on, you know, you might update it or you might just completely wipe it out and then start all over. But that doesn't matter. The point is still going to be those formative years that are going to be important. And so boys do it, you know, and then girls do it. So there's this interesting city game going on. Kind of a, in a way, it's kind of a courting on both sides, right? The women do what they have to do to kind of make it known and then kind of attract. And then some are very good at doing it where they attract more and then they get more choice. But when they realize that, they realize it can be picky. And then, you know, on both sides, you know, the one that don't, then some of them just feel so great and fortunate when they finally get the luck of the straw, the luck of the draw, sorry. And then, uh, you know, then they just, oh, please, 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 you know. And I'm definitely more in the latter. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, yeah. Anywho, but th there is a, to me, to me, again, here I'm not I'm not right here, but this is my experience. It feels like the the strategy employed by women is more praised, is more value, or is perceived as more clean than the men. Yeah. And I have to say, as I'm 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 feeling quite cynical, you know, as I'm talking about it, as I'm thinking the thoughts, you know, as I'm expressing them to you. I mean, uh, it just happened. I just was listening to. Uh, to Bill Maher talking about it, and yeah, I was thinking that, yeah, that's stuff, that's something that annoys me. I have to say, I find it, uh, I don't know, as a man, you know, and I think with Pilar, I've had a few of those too, where I was like, yeah, just, you know, it just, that just bothers me, you know, and if it is, if it really is, if it's how the game is playing, you know, if it's what you have to do, then pretty much for me, it's, uh, D.O.D. Uh, <laughs> not D.O.A. Dead on arrival, but dead on departure. It's not going to work. Because I am not that young. You know, I have had, you know, a long-term relationship. I mean, I've had some relationships. And uh, things that I've learned that make sense. And what I know, what's necessary for me, is this kind of uh, even, Stephen kind of a scale. It can't be the one to where the woman is. What do I have to do for that? It can be coming from there. You know, from a place of something is lacking. And then what do I have to do? This kind of perceived necessity. There is no such a thing. I don't need that. It is not necessary. And I would claim even more. It is deleterious. If you do engage in it. Because what you're saying, you're reinforcing the belief that there's something missing. And then you basically don't quite deserve it. There's something that you have to do in order to get it and maintain it. And then in terms of what you think about yourself, basically means you don't think much.
And then you need something, you need an outside force, you know, to come to the rescue. And I really don't see myself. I, re I, I just don't quite see, you know. I really don't. Going, ever going back to such fairy tale. And, uh, you know, <laughs> with each passing day, that is so interesting because with each passing day, my understanding gets so much further on the origin of society on, in terms of uh, eclecticism, you know. Uh, I, I'm basically self-ostracizing myself, ostracizing myself, sorry, ostracizing, ostracizing myself. Uh, it's like, here's one more thing that makes no sense, you know. In this so-called reality, this society, this culture, you know, the human being civilization, I just, uh, I just don't get it. I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, hold on, I just realized now I have not checked my side pocket. Okay, good. I've had a couple of times to wear my little cute little day pack here. One of the side pockets in which I have things of value is not shut properly. So, yeah, it's, it's, I find it so ironic, you know, in my life, is, you know, it keeps being about negating, subtracting, taking out, <laughs> disminuir, you know, shrinkage. It is chilly outside, but it feels wonderful, you know, to be able to go out and then to enjoy at least that one walk for today. Oh, my goodness. So, that was kind of my venting about the war of the sexes. <laughs> Make you think of what the, the war of the war, the, uh, the war of the roses, is that what it's called? Um, Michael Douglas and, uh, shit, what's the name of the well? Uh, Kathleen, uh, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner, I think that's the name. Jesus Christ. I think I mentioned her into the, uh, Kandinsky, Kandinsky, I forget the name, Method. With Michael Douglas, where he's kind of a theater uh, teacher. And then she's in one of the episodes. I mean, she just, like, few of those actors that just, like, swell up. As they get older, kind of like like Russell Crowe, and uh, there are a few of them. Anyhow, war of the the war of the war of roses of the roses war of roses. I don't think it seems weird, but anyhow, I'm sure. Some, well, some of you will know it's that's an older movie, yeah. That's gonna be from what? Uh, oof, is that like late '80s, early '90s? War of Roses. Anyway, kind of funny. Yeah, the world is a, it's a funny place, huh? It's a funny place. It just, uh, as I'm walking by here, you know, by the olive trees, I see a lot of trash, a lot of littering going on, you know. People talking about, you know, pride or nationalistic pride or whatever. And at the same, I mean, you have all those weird contradictory behaviors. I mean, not that I'm not making a case and saying it is wrong or hmm, why is that or 
I mean, the world doesn't. The world, in a way, is a paradox. From where, from where I stand, I just I, it doesn't make sense. So, but it is. <laughs> but it is, you know. It is. So it doesn't matter what I think, you know. Doesn't what I think in terms of politics, corruption, business, about the the health of the environment. You know, none of that stuff matters. It is here. You know, there are things that to me don't make sense. I don't agree with it. Or I may get as close to believe that it is wrong, you know, that it's a mistake and we shouldn't be that way. And uh, I'm not sure if there's anything where I feel that. You know, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I think more and more, and I think, you know, we ram that Hinduism and... Uh, to some extent, some religious, some spiritual reading, you know, get me to a place or are helping me to inspire me to come up with a framework of acceptance, basically. Of being like, you don't have to agree with all of it. You know, it doesn't have to feel great in order for you to say yes. You know, just find a way to be like, yeah, okay, I accept it. I don't understand all of it. I don't agree with it. It's confusing. It's frustrating. It's maddening. It's saddening. You know, all of those. Okay, put them all in there, but accept it. Find a way to feel like, okay, yeah, there it is. Patata, patas, una bolsa. You know, a lot of bag, an empty bottle of Coke, cans, yogurt containers, a lot of trash. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's part of it. Whatever that means, I don't know. For me personally, it is kind of it's a yucky sight. Meda asco. I find it disgusting. Yeah. Meda asco. Que asqueroso. How disgusting. But it's like, but it is. Alright. You know. Picking up, I need to go here by that. <laughs> by that property here for slightly of the road. I could go here actually. You know what? I'm actually I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go into the olive grove here. Would you say an olive grove? Uh, orchard, maybe more of an orchard. Olive orchard. Olive tree orchard, I guess. Yeah, because in Spanish you say olivos. So you don't say arboles de olivos. De olivas, you say olivos. You change the ending instead of olivas, so aceitunas, you say olivos. And that becomes a known owner, como like higo, which is a fig, higuera, naranja, naranjo, so, in Spanish, you don't have... Oh, there's a rabbit! <laughs> yeah, the, a hair, long hair, long ears. Alright, make sure it's safe. Cross the road again. So, as I reflect, or as I do my venting, or express, or try to clarify my thought at the same time, it's more than likely not really my goal, meaning it's not what's most important. It's just a way that those are the tools that I have at my disposal. I don't know how to do better. I'm somehow getting a sense here that I could, you know, that I could find a better tricky because it's saying that it's not good enough now. So. I'm fine with how things are, but obviously I'm not done scratching the surface, I'm not done digging around, I'm a kind of an archaeologist. I'm curious. 
you know, that's it. I, I haven't found something where I'm like, yes. What I'm going to do is settle here and then make that my home. That hasn't happened. And I would be fine with it. You know, I really would. But it hasn't happened. I haven't found my home. So in a way, the world in a way is my home. As I'm moving around, you know. And, uh, you know, again, that life. I, I talked about the idea of updating one's way of looking at things. And of course, you know, science talks about that. We don't actually see with our eyes, but we see with our mind. And the mind influences basically the eyesight. It is kind of a, there's a loop in there, but, and I don't quite fully understand. It kind of makes sense to me, but I don't even know what that means because I don't have a base to be able to have that discussion. But, um, the world is basically the biggest thing. You will find what you look for. The world show you who you are, what you think, or what you value. You know, like thinking about, uh, you know, Isabel, and uh, <laughs> I've heard back from her. I mean, she was fine. She was just like, please, no more days. Don't, don't give me more. You know, it's like I don't know what's acceptable for you, but I'm like. I don't want any more. So just you know, contact me two hours. And uh, you know how we all see you know what's acceptable to somebody else is intolerable for you know for somebody else's, you know. Uh, to each his own, yeah, I can't everybody kind of unique in, in some way and uh, I don't know if you can hear me well it's uh, blowing decently right now I think it said it had like a 25k wind which is not crazy you know I've had it to where I was driving a truck and basically I was paying attention I mean, you could feel the wind moving your truck, and I'm talking about loaded here. I'm not even talking about empty, which that's pretty easy to do. But no, 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 truck loaded, scary at times. Anyway, speaking of truck, the Volvo one here parked at this uh, garlic and onion, arroz y cebolla. Arroz cebolla. Getting loaded. That's actually a fine space. Getting yeah, it's kind of tricky to do some of those backing, some of those 18 wheelers. Although this is not 18 here, it's what? Uh, 3, 6, 8, and 12. There's 6 wheels left, I guess. Yeah. I think they only have 12 instead of 18, like in the US. And they carry about the same weight, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway. <laughs> but I don't know anything about. The trucking in Europe, how that works. So, uh, forecast for here. Changing, I'm sure. Uh, I'm kind of looking almost on a daily basis. I don't know my little city. Uh, 
at 16 degrees, which I mean, that's amazing weather for 16 degrees. And then temperatures in the morning creeping up to like almost 8 degrees, and that seems crazy. 8 degrees in the morning, so to give you an idea, 8 degrees is around close to 50 Fahrenheit. You know, it's like 48, I guess. Around. Tuesday. Tuesday is Valentine's Day, right? I was listening to also an Italian podcast about the origin of it. I got, I got bored so quickly. You know, something I was so big at Glenda at first. All of it. All the traditions. I was so happy that for the first time in my life I was looking forward to those things and you know, it was my home, there was my family and having Christmas with the family and I mean the home we never did I never remember I mean, my, my grandparents may have come once or twice I don't know but that's it nothing else we just us a family and we had gift I mean you know parents bought a gift um, yeah I've had some cool things cool gift actually that they got me uh, from what I remember pretty, pretty happy about it but it was just something about the, the emotional atmosphere it was the one thing that, uh, that I was looking for, being with somebody that I loved. And, and in Valentine, I remember the, I guess if you know what a meringue is, it's like a, you beat your egg white and then you either add sugar or syrup or something in it, basically sweet. Then they give you a different kind of style of meringue. And then you whip it stiff and then you use a piping bag and then with a tip, like where you kind of give a shape, like a star shape or whatever. And then I basically, once Valentine, I I think I wrote I love you with it and a lot of, uh, it was like a firework of meringue. And I did a bunch of crazy shit at the beginning. You know, just very, very, very emotional. Very, very sensitive. So those things to me. And I really did. I really did enjoy. And, you know, I can appreciate how... Glenda was like kind of missing, <laughs> you know, missing that part of her in her relationship where her husband eventually stopped doing a lot of that. But uh, it made sense with her and it stopped making sense with her. At one point, like, at one point it was like, that's not love. You know, it's something that we've been told. It's something, you know, there is a marketing aspect. There is, but I mean, everything is marketing, right? Whether it was the 4th of July, Christmas, Valentine, birthday, Father's Day, Mother's Day. I mean, there is that kind of propaganda. And I can appreciate its value. I have no beef with that. I have no beef with societal marketing, personally. And, uh... Interesting. I haven't seen this guy before, but lately... I'm gonna get more. I think it's gonna be the next stuff. Anyway, 
beautiful windy chilly Saturday late morning in Hamilena sending you a lot of uh, beautiful wishes to all of you love you all peace and until later